You are Locked On Nittany Lions, your daily podcast on the Penn State Nittany Lions, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody. Welcome into a new episode of Locked On Nittany Lions. I'm your host, Kevin McGuire, contributor to AthlonSports.com. And today is Wednesday, September 2nd, 2020. And today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get $10 off your next order. Tuesday turned out to be a wild day as far as Big Ten news and headlines are concerned. We're going to cover all of the bases as much as we possibly can in today's episode and see whether or not the possibility of a return to Big Ten football much sooner than originally planned is officially in the cards or not. I've got some thoughts on that. We'll talk about it in today's episode. If you like today's episode, make sure you hit that subscribe button on whatever podcasting app you may be listening to this particular episode in right now. And when the episode is over, make sure you go ahead and leave a rating and a review. Let us know what you thought about today's episode and, of course, the podcast as a whole. You can also reach out to us at any time on all of our social media platforms by using the username LockedOnNittany on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitch. But with so much news to get into, let's go ahead and get this episode underway right now. We will be getting to everything that happened on Tuesday in just a few moments. But first, I need to talk about what happened on Monday, because what happened on Monday should have happened a couple of weeks ago. What I'm talking about is the Big Ten finally coming clean and putting out the official statement of the official voting count on the decision to postpone all fall sports. Of course, most notably football. That's the one we'll focus on the most here. The Big Ten put out a statement. In response to the litigation that's been filed against it from, I believe, uh, family members, uh, players from the University of Nebraska suing the Big Ten with the hopes of getting the season to resume or I guess officially start rather than postpone it for the fall. Uh, But obviously the, the big takeaway from this kind of a lawsuit is the fact that there is discovery and that's probably the the main goal here or the more realistic goal from this litigation that's been filed on behalf of Nebraska, Nebraska players, I should say, not the university of Nebraska. So we kind of expected that when this lawsuit was filed, that we're going to find out some information. We're going to get access to some documents, some uh, communications from within the big 10 circle. Uh, And now we know that there was a vote and we know how that vote went down on the decision to postpone all fall sports. The vote was 11 to three from the 14 Big Ten members to postpone fall sports. There were three schools that uh, objected the, uh, the the vote, and the three names are not going to really surprise you. Penn State was not one of them. Penn State was among the 11 schools that did vote in favor of postponing fall sports for this year. But the three schools that uh, kicked up the most dust are probably the, the three that you would expect here. Nebraska, Ohio State, and Iowa. Those are the three schools that did officially vote to not cancel or postpone fall sports. They wanted to move ahead. And uh, I'm not totally surprised by that because if you have been following this story at all for the last couple of weeks, you know that uh, certainly folks from Nebraska, there's been some uproars from Ohio State fans and uh, the Iowa fan base. that We talked about it uh, with Andrew Wade from Locked On Hawkeyes. Uh, Iowa was a school that felt very comfortable moving forward. I'm going to get to them in just a moment, though. But it's not very surprising that those were the three schools that officially, on the record, voted against postponing fall sports for this year. So there you have it. The Big Ten has officially confirmed that there was a vote, how the vote went down, and, of course, Penn State did vote to postpone all fall sports. So why did it take this long? And why was it necessary for a lawsuit to be filed for the Big Ten to put out this information? 
I always thought it was strange from the very moment that the Big Ten announced that they were postponing all fall sports that they didn't have a real show of unity on this decision. And that was very painfully obvious. And the fact that the Big Ten has really struggled to clean up this PR nightmare over the last couple of weeks, it really could have all been avoided if they had just put out a lot of this information at the time that they made the decision. I said this before recently, uh, you know, the Big Ten's getting a lot of heat right now, and deservedly so, because they haven't exactly handled the situation uh, in the best way possible. Now, say what you will about the decision to postpone fall sports. If you're going to postpone fall sports, you better have all the information ready to relay uh, in defense of that decision. The Big Ten didn't have that, and they have slowly been trickling it out, and the fact that it took a lawsuit to bring about this information, that is uh, not real confidence inspiring i think if you're the big 10 or big 10 commissioner kevin warren uh and kevin warren takes a lot of heat too deservedly so he is the commissioner he is the face of these decisions that are going to be made and he's going to be the one who has to explain why these decisions have been made and he hasn't really done a good job of that he's been given every opportunity and the fact that it's been going on for a couple weeks now and they're still kind of trying to make up for the decision and the PR mess that they have left behind and really created for themselves, that is, it's not real, not real encouraging for the long-term future for Kevin Warren, but that's another topic for another day. I do think though that this, these are decisions that are made by presidents and chancellors. That's not Kevin Warren's decision, although he's going to get the heat for it. Uh, and I think if you're being paid as the commissioner, you're going to take that heat, and that's part of the job. But you're going to take the heat for the presidents that have uh, voted one way or another that may not um, be something that you endorse. And like I said, Penn State did vote to postpone these fall sports, so now we know where Penn State officially stood. What's amazing to me, though, is the fact that Sandy Barber, of course, we discussed this before, didn't know that there was a vote, how Penn State even voted. Uh, so why wasn't she in the loop on that? Because uh, I don't think that she was just putting it out there that she didn't know what the, the vote was while she secretly knew it. I think that she really was uh, as clueless as the rest of us on, on this uh, process. So now we have some clarity. Uh, it's a shame that it took this long and this method to get that information from the Big Ten. I'm not so sure what else the Big Ten needs to put out there. I think everything is pretty much out in the open at this point, but this could have been avoided a couple weeks ago. I said this recently on, in an interview. The Big Ten and the Pac-12 made the same decision on the same day, the same afternoon, and the Big Ten certainly did not handle it very well, and it's been taking some time for people to come to grips with this decision. Meanwhile, the Pac-12 out there on the West Coast uh, made their decision, backed it up thoroughly, and I'm not saying people are okay with the decision, but people are more accepting of it, I think, universally throughout the conference, and there's much more unity. Now, maybe that just speaks to the culture of the fan bases out on the West Coast compared to those in the Midwest and the Big Ten footprint, and that's probably one of the issues as well. But the fact is now that uh, the Big Ten is now still trying to scramble to figure out what they're going to do next. And if there's any indication from the President of the United States, what happens next may be happening fairly soon. Interesting. We're going to talk about that next. I don't know if Penn State is going to play again this year, but just in case, now's probably a good time to make sure my car is ready to hit the road, and that means I'm going to be going to rockauto.com, making sure that I've got all the parts that I need at the best prices available. 
for my car. And they're there for your car or truck as well. All you have to do is go to rockauto.com, type in the make and model of your car or truck, and it's gonna bring you up the entire catalog that they have to offer of all the parts that you could possibly need. Whether you're looking for oil, maybe you need some tires, maybe you need some new wipers, or maybe you just need a new headlight or a turn signal. Hey, if you need some cup holders or some floor mats, they probably have you there covered as well. RockAuto.com is a family business. They've been serving auto parts to customers online for 20 years, so they know what it takes to satisfy their customers with the online experience, and they even have contactless delivery. That's all the rage these days. So go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com If you are going to be on the go this fall, make sure you pack a good snack that's going to help you keep you full and it's going to taste great. And maybe you're just looking for a protein bar that tastes just like a chocolate bar. And if that's the case, Built Bar is going to be there for you. That's right, Built Bar is back. I'm a proud sponsor of the Locked on Nittany Lions podcast. They are the protein bars that taste like a chocolate bar. I can't get enough of them. And they are new and improved. They've got new packaging and they've got new flavors. Some of those new flavors include cookies and cream and a lemon almond cheesecake. Oh my goodness, my mouth is watering just thinking about that. All you got to do is go to BuiltBar.com and check out all the different flavors that they have. They are good for the health conscious people out there. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. And I'm telling you, it's a great pick-me-up in the middle of your workday if you just need something that's going to get you through to your next lunch break or your next break time. Built Bar is a perfect solution for you. All you got to do is go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON and you're going to get $10 off your next order. So use the promo code today and save yourself $10. Get it some delicious protein bars. And for a limited time while supplies last, they'll even throw in a free cooler with your purchase. Now, how cool is that? So go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON, you'll get $10 off your next order. Use promo code LOCKEDON, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. So foolish me thinking that Tuesday was going to be almost like any other regular Tuesday. I wake up early. I go in for my day job. We're actually working some mandatory overtime. So it's a long 10-hour day for me at the day job, which means when I get home, I like to just kind of decompose, get a shower, and just catch up on all the news that I may have missed during the course of the day. And my goodness, I missed a lot on Tuesday because I got home and I see news swirling around that maybe the Big Ten's going to start playing football again. And how did this all come about? And of course, the President of the United States, who is uh, no stranger to Twitter, I will say, uh, is in the middle of all this, or so he thinks. And I don't want to get too distracted with the political commentary on this particular situation. I do have a couple of thoughts that I might share as this dialogue continues, but let's just rehash exactly what happened here. So again, going back to last weekend, the president of the United States, Donald Trump, obviously was one of the many people out there on Twitter who was trying to publicly shame the Big Ten for not playing football as college football was officially being played. And I discussed this a little bit in Monday's episode. There were a lot of people pointing fingers and ridiculing the Big Ten and those who said that college football was definitely not going to be played this season. Now that we've had at least one college football game and there's more on tap for this upcoming weekend, you're going to get a lot of criticisms and insults thrown the Big Ten's way. And you know, quite honestly, some of those insults are coming from within the Big Ten as well, as we have seen. Uh, so yeah, the Big Ten's going to be criticized. The president was uh, certainly no stranger to that over the weekend and has been really the past couple weeks. Uh, you know, the president has made it clear that he wants the Big Ten to play football. He wants other college football to be played this year. 
And there are political motives, and we don't want to get too sidetracked with that, but let's get back to the basics here. So on Tuesday morning, Donald Trump puts out a tweet on his Twitter feed saying that he spoke to Big Ten Commissioner Kevin Warren about starting up Big Ten football. And in that tweet, he claimed that the return of Big Ten football or the start of Big Ten football is, quote, on the one yard line. Naturally, a quote like that is going to drum up a lot of excitement from a lot of people, probably more so from some supporters of the president that happen to be Big Ten football fans. I'm much more skeptical because I have seen many comments like these before and not just from Trump. I think that it's certainly something to keep in mind as we move forward here. He has a way of saying things that may not be as close to reality as they actually are. But we do know is that the Big Ten released a statement shortly after that tweet from Trump confirming that Warren did speak with the president and there were some, I guess, encouraging discussions. I don't know exactly what that tends to mean. They could have been positive discussions without any real sense of uh, coming back anytime soon. But what was interesting was that later in the afternoon, on Tuesday afternoon, Dan Patrick of the Dan Patrick Show put out a tweet with his quote saying, quote, if conference can pass updated safety measures and procedures, Big Ten targeting October 10th to start football season, end quote. This to me, again, still is something that I will believe when I actually see it as far as Big Ten football actually happening this fall. But this does come just days after the idea of the Big Ten potentially starting a season around Thanksgiving or Thanksgiving weekend uh, surface. So we know that the Big Ten is having the discussion on figuring out what exactly is going to happen next. Okay, so they're not going to play in the fall as they originally scheduled or amended their schedule previously. But the question of when the Big Ten will actually return to the football field remains an open-ended question right now because nobody really knows. And right now we know that the Big Ten is evaluating as many different options as they possibly can, checking out all the scenarios. Can they play in domes? Can they play in uh, the fall? Can they play in the spring? Can they play in the winter? The good news is the Big Ten is at least having the discussion right now and trying to figure out something that's going to happen next. Hey, if one of those options is playing October 10th, so be it. You know, I've said all along, I'm not necessarily opposed to the idea of postponing the fall season until the spring or even next year if it's the right decision to be made. And I, I tend to lean towards it is the right decision to be made. But again, it's not whether or not I feel it's the right decision. It's whether or not the presidents and the chancellors feel it is the right decision to play football or not play football. And of course, other fall sports as well. So if these guys and these women who decided that they should postpone the season originally a couple weeks ago decide that playing October 10th is feasible and doable and they can go forward and move and join the rest of the country in playing football, I'm all for it. <laughs> Certainly, I would have something to talk about here on the podcast, and that's never a bad thing. But the most important thing, as far as I'm concerned, is making sure that when you do return to the football field, you do so with very minimal risk to players, coaches, trainers, staff, anybody associated with these football programs, and then beyond that, within your own campus and university communities, you need to make sure that everything is going to be taken care of as far as testing, precautions, everything is going to be as safe as it possibly can be. 
Everything's going to be as clean as it possibly can be. Because this is not something to joke around with. This is certainly nothing to take lightly. And I don't think the Big Ten has. And I don't think Penn State has. I think that this is still a very serious, ongoing situation that we're all trying to adapt to. And I think the Big Ten is certainly caught up in that. And as we've discussed before, Maybe the Big Ten hasn't exactly gone about this flawlessly, but if they get to a point where they can feel that they can play football games again, that would be great. I would love nothing more than to be able to see Penn State and the Big Ten play some football games this year. I just want it to be done responsibly. I want to make sure it is going to be something that can start up and then not have to be interrupted or adjusted on the fly. Again, if you need to make adjustments on the way, you know, as we have seen in baseball and we've already seen with the college football schedule that is going to be played this year, changes are going to happening <laughs> and there's no shortage of that anywhere you look. But trying to reduce the, the amount of times you have to make adjustments is going to be key here moving forward. So if they feel like they can do it on October 10th, that'd be great. We'll keep an eye out for that. If it's going to be Thanksgiving weekend, sure, fine, whatever. I don't really care at this point what this means for the college football playoff because only one team is going to be impacted by that anyway. Maybe two at the most. But you know that to me is an afterthought. You know, just getting the games back on the field, that's the big first step. And then you can worry about what happens as far as the national landscape is concerned later on. If you're going to play football, play football. If you're not going to play football, don't play football. But don't give in to pressure just to not be embarrassed because you're not playing football. If not playing football is the right thing to do, then go ahead, have some guts, and stand by that decision. But until then, we'll wait to see when the Big Ten is going to finally put some product back on the field I hope it's sooner rather than later, but if it has to be later, I'm all for that as well. Let me know what you guys think. Do you think that this October 10th start date is something that could potentially happen? Do you think the president is going to be able to convince the Big Ten to restart college football as far as the Big Ten is concerned? I have my doubts, but let me know what you guys think as well. You can reach out to us anytime on Twitter at LockedOnNittany. Hey, Penn State fans and listeners of Locked On Nittany Lions, I'm Zach Blackerby with Locked On Auburn. I think you guys should adopt the Auburn Tigers as your team this season. I've got three reasons. You guys play us in the next two seasons on September 18th in 2021. We play you guys in your house, then y'all come here September 17th of 2022. I think that'd make that series a bunch, uh, a lot cooler for both sides. Uh, all of our games are stupid close. It's entertaining as mess, probably even more so if uh, if you guys were kind of watching from afar. And then also, you know, I assume you guys, like everyone else in college football, hates Alabama. Well, we're uh, better than anyone at taking them down uh, as far as when you look at college football, except maybe Clemson. So uh, three reasons why I think uh, you guys, listeners of Locked On to the Lions, should adopt Auburn as your team in 2020. War Eagle, guys. All right, thanks, Zach, for that. And yes, we are trying to find a new team to adopt as our very own for the upcoming college football season. Because if the Big Ten doesn't come back on October 10th or on Thanksgiving or January 1st or the winter, if it's going to be a long time before we see Penn State and the Big Ten play football games again, we're going to need something to keep us plugged in on a week-to-week basis. And what better way to do that? Then picking up the pom-poms for some other team and calling them our own for this college football season. Now, look, we're not trying to play it easy here. It's incredibly easy to go out and say, oh, Penn State's not playing. I'll be a fan of Clemson this year. No, we're not going to do that. We're going to find a team that is going to have some intrigue this college football season. And certainly Auburn 
brings all that to the table. They've got a quarterback in Bo Nix that's going to be a lot of fun to watch. They play in the SEC West, which of course has Alabama and the defending national champions of LSU. They also have Texas A&M. They've got Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss. Mike Leach at Mississippi State. So Auburn is going to have a lot to pay attention to this upcoming season. And you know what? They may also be a pretty good team themselves. So Auburn is a pretty strong candidate. And I got to say, Zach went to bat for his Tigers and the following that he has over at Locked on Auburn and on Twitter, they were all over the mentions on Monday night as the word got out that we're trying to adopt a team. The Auburn fans came in hot and heavy, and it's going to be pretty tough to hold them off. But I'm interested to see if there are any other fan bases that are going to try and woo us to adopting them for the upcoming season. So the way it's going to work is we're going to take some sales pitches, I think, throughout the week. And then next week, we'll hold a formal vote and try to figure out exactly which team we're going to be following. I got to say, if they're all like this and uh, the Auburn fans are just getting us started, we're in for a pretty fun week and a half here as we try to figure out exactly which team we're going to follow for the upcoming season. Before we go, some breaking news from John Rothstein, a great college basketball follow on Twitter. You can follow him at John Rothstein. That's J-O-N Rothstein. Uh, He put out on Tuesday afternoon, Source, the Men's and Women's Basketball Oversight Committee will propose a start date of November 25th to the Division I Council for the uh, 2020-2021 college basketball season. That is uh, not all that unsurprising. I think that that is one of the target dates that was being thrown around there, you know, sort of at the end of November, getting ready for the college basketball season. That does not necessarily mean that conferences can't have their own guidelines. Again, if the college basketball season is going to start at the end of November, the Big Ten currently, as we sit here, is still postponing all fall sports. Basketball is not a fall sport, though, so I'm very curious to see how that will all play out. I would imagine that if they're not playing fall sports, they're probably going to hold off on sports until at least January 1st. I believe that's exactly what the Pac-12 has officially announced that they are doing. So we could be going through a month, a little bit, maybe a month and change without college basketball. Again, these things are going to be in flux. Uh, The recommendation to start a season at the end of November, November 25th, doesn't necessarily mean that the Big Ten is going to be tipping off on November 25th. But if Penn State and the Big Ten do get back on the football field in the middle of October, that's probably encouraging that college basketball will be able to join the rest of the college basketball world and getting started potentially on November 25th. Again, that's just something that we're going to have to monitor as the days go by and the weeks go by and we get closer and closer to whenever college basketball is supposed to start. So we'll just have to wait and see what the news comes out on Wednesday and then on Thursday. And then we will have another podcast for you guys on Friday. So I'm sure there's going to be a lot of developments on these stories and more. We'll try to recap as much as we possibly can in our next podcast. But that will do it for today's episode of Locked on Nittany Lions. I thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode. And for everybody who has hit that subscribe button and then left a reading and review, cannot appreciate you guys enough. So continue to keep those subscriptions coming in and don't forget to leave those ratings and reviews after the episode. Let us know what you thought about today's podcast and of course the podcast in general. You could also reach out to us on all of your favorite social media platforms such as Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitch by using the username LockedOnNittany. I'm Kevin McGuire. You can give me a follow on Twitter at KevinOnCFE. I'm a contributor to AthlonSports.com. I've got a post that's going to be coming up for some picks against the spread to look forward to this upcoming weekend and week one of the college football season. I'll share that with you guys once it is officially live. 
And of course, you can also check me out on Patreon at patreon.com slash Kevin McGuire. And don't forget to check out my newsletter, Ramblings. I'm going to have a new episode, a new issue coming out in the next 24 hours. So make sure you check that out as well. Until next time, everybody, have a great day. Stay safe. Go one to know today, and we'll come back and do it all again to get you heading into the week one of the college football season. Let me know which team we should be adopting as well. And until next time, everybody, I'll talk to you later. Bye.